welcome back to the adventures of Ryan and Professor Brown. Side quest. Uh, indeed, side quest. It's the almost Christmas edition. Almost Christmas. Go nearly Christmas. It is a uh, hot, humid morning in. Um, it's a hot, humid, sticky, almost monsoon season day in New Orleans. Uh, what are you doing, guys? You have one of the castle. Sukor and Evelyn are still in endless meetings with the government, <laughs> <laughs> carving up fair shipping. Oh, sure, I'm glad that we're not in those endless meetings with the government. Uh-huh. Elizabeth is floating around the castle, being uh, plucky in English. Mm. And, um, yeah, I think the rest of the party is dead, so they don't currently have any characters to be floating around. So I thought I'd build a device to bring that Father Knox fellow back to life. I miss Father Knox. <clears throat> How would that work? Would Poorly. That? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this is one of the bad ideas. I believe. <clears throat> Where did we get to with the manufacture of the car? I think it's uh, finished. It does look all swanky and smooth, and unlike most steam wagons, it's all beautiful curves. And painted a delicious. It looks like this. Yes, don't want that out. I wore this on purpose. I thought you might have done. It's very fine work. It's only taken you about two to three weeks to assemble it. Now all we need is fuel. What does this thing run on anyway? Oh, it's a um a refined form of ghost rock of my own invention. Oh yes, you were saying. All we need to do now is uh. Put together a little refinery, uh, get hold of some ghost truck, and we're sorted. Is this method safe? Is any method ever truly safe? I mean, yeah. Well, then, no. No, well, I don't know. Hmm. It's safe ish. Maybe we ought to perform these experiments initially somewhere outside where there's lots of space. There's a courtyard. Sure. It might be better than doing it in a small lab. If something were to go wrong, we could bring the whole place down. I I vaguely remember something, but uh, choose not to remember it. Um, Yes, no, quite right. All right. then, uh, after breakfast, let us begin. Sir, so very well. As he bustles in, do bustles, wondering. Do apologise for disturbing your breakfast, sir, but I have a detective Granthorn here to see you. To see whom? You, Professor. Um. What sort? What does he look like? Uh, the inspector, sir. Don't you do irregularities concerning your bank accounts? Oh, this should be fun. Show the man in. Very well, sir. Um, a few minutes later, a um, police detective wanders in. He's wearing the uniform of the New Orleans police. Good evening, sir. Good morning, Professor. Good morning, sir. 
Um, I'm sorry, this may sound like a very strange question, but you are Dr. Eli Brown. I am indeed, sir. Do you have any documentation to prove this? Perhaps. It's just that we've received a complaint um, from the Bank of the Confederate States of America, uh, wired in from Salt Lake City, concerning irregular activity on Dr. Brown's accounts here in New Orleans. Mm, that's interesting. And we've been able to track that down to yourself, sir. You've been seen in the bank several times. Acquiring money, we're making withdrawals. Mm. But the complaint comes from Dr. Brown. Yes. Yourself. Yes. But you send it from Salt Lake City. No, that was the other me. Sir? Oh, you see, uh, I'm from 20 years in the future. Um, Fascinating, sir. You see, there's one already here of me here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm him from the future. We came back in time to... What's the best way of phrasing it? We stopped a catastrophe. It was very exciting. I see. And you're part of the Sinti Foundation now? Uh, Yes, I suppose I am. Well, do you have any of those documentations, sir? Um, Do I have anything that proves my identity? You must have. You might have had something. Yeah, I've got to have something to to have withdrawn money from the bank. I, I go. I go and find some some documents with my name on them, stamped from the future. You have your confederate, um, Inspector Granthorn. Granthorn. I'm, I'm rustling around in a different room. You'll have your ID papers because the confederate is at war, so everyone has ID papers. Mm-hmm. I think there's something you should know. That your uncle is a little bit mad and he has been making illegal withdrawals? Ah, uh, here we are. There's no need to worry about <laughs> any irregularities. He's under my protection. But he's masquerading as a Dr. Brown who's he, currently in Salt Lake City. It's much more complicated than that. I. Um. I want to show him my badge. He's a Texas Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this your case, then, sir? Yes. Very well. I'll leave the matter and close it at that. Everything is under control. <clears throat> Here we are. You wanted to see this? He raises an eyebrow. Looks across at you. Okay, are we... Thank you, Professor. Sorry to take uh, up some of your valuable time. Oh, uh, and if you write up a report on this, don't tell the other me about me. I, I want it to be a surprise. And I don't want to impose, but looking into this... Don't worry, you... sir. I'm going to leave this entire thing in your hands. Thank you. That would be very much I appreciated. I don't want to try to explain this one to the captain. Come back any time. Please. <laughs> 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 this is some Texas Rangers shit. I'm not getting involved in this. <laughs> Lastly, her General Jestrahan's daughter lives here. There's a super crazy rich Japanese woman, <laughs> and now there's a Texas Ranger in residence. Why did you? Yeah. Why did you come? <laughs> I think that went very well. 
maybe a bit less on the whole time traveller thing around people we don't know. You seem perfectly alright with it. It was mainly after I showed him my credentials. Are you sure? I, I, I'm thinking, I think he was just a right-thinking man who understood from the beginning. It's possible, but I'm going to have to ask you to trust me on this for the future. Well, fine, fine. What, what are you doing next, boys? What should I say? Just say... Well, goodness, that sounds like an unusual situation, and then let me take it from there. I, uh, I write down what he says on a scrap of paper I produce from a pocket, <laughs> and just return it at random to, <laughs> to another pocket, never to be found again. You're going to turn into Doctor Who, aren't you? <laughs> Flashcard. Flashcard. What to say in certain situations. Be nice. <laughs> um, right, well then. Uh... Right, so what's next? Sorry, I'm just reading this list of things that I need to buy. I mean, make, maybe? I can't remember what I said. Hand me that list. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, most of that seems pretty straightforward, Professor. <laughs> the most complicated thing will be the... Uh... Ghost rock filters and the organic uh, filtration system. Yeah, what exactly do you mean by that? It'll be... it's probably fine. Um, right, well, let's start simply, shall we? Um, uh, I wave the list at Ryan. What of these things do you think we can we can buy to save time? I mean, I'm assuming not those first two. Obviously, they're going to need my special touch. I say, uh, thinking about the lab. Sir, more tea, coffee, or are you done with breakfast? I think we're done here, Jenkins. Thank you. Will you be requiring anything else, sir? Uh, not immediately. Well, the petroleum canister seems like something we should be able to... Yes, and perhaps just a drum. We need a drum. Yeah. Separation filter, I don't know. Hmm. It's a bit out of my area of expertise. Let me, can I roll my tinkering to see whether that's something that I might yeah, be able to find in tinkering. general machines? I don't have my dice with me. I don't have my dice with me either. Oh. Are, we, are, we doing it, are we doing it, you know, without dice? Yeah, let's, let's just roleplay everything. Okay. Um, Shit, no, give me the dice, give me the dice. Seven. Oh. <laughs> It's fine. Uh, I get to decide whether you pass or succeed based on your role-playing skills. <laughs> Currently, you're losing! I thought we were doing quite well. You were doing very well, but it's not quite good enough. I have a very high bar. Would you like me to open the window? As you appear to be stripping. <laughs> Would you like a window open? The heating is off. It's just that we left the kitchen door open whilst the oven was on. I'm confused about the temperature. I've been experiencing the wrong temperature all day. Yeah, he, he's having hot flashes. Hey, baby blues. I think he's having the menopause. So it's not preeclampsia. I, I still reckon it's hysterical pregnancy, actually. Right. Don't, uh, you, don't, you, don't you have to roll a dice? Is that not what we're tinkering. digressing for? Yeah, I'm looking at what what dice are to be rolled. 
There we go. Uh, four. Painted Tailored Soldier Sailor. Well, that was shit. Um, you rolled a seven. I rolled a seven. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, you think about it for a while, and that kind of... Which one were you looking up again? Separation filter. That sort of thing tends to be really, really, really big. Hmm. You probably need a custom-made small one to fit into this design. Yeah, usually they come in sort of jumbo size. Ah, so... What you're saying is that we should buy one and develop some sort of shrink ray to reduce it in size to the point where it will fit into the device. That's an excellent idea, Ryan. I it's I start looking for a notebook in all my wait, pockets. Wait, wait, wait. What if we just invent a small one? That doesn't seem as much fun. No, but we are on a schedule. So we can put a pin in the shrink ray. Look, it's a lovely idea, and if we want to develop it at some point, then I'll be fully behind you. Way behind you. <laughs> 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 uh, very well, alright. That's not always the best place to stand. Generally, generally with experimental ray guns, you find that the mad professor has, is holding it backwards. <laughs> so, so it fires under their arm. Oh, that's what the ribs look like. Um. <laughs> the people standing behind them. Um, okay, what about the catalytic regenerator system? Can we... Uh, You've see. never heard of one of them. Yeah. Ever. But I want to see if, based on the description that's been scrawled out by the Doctor, uh, there might be something, some materials that we can get which would serve as a basis to invent one with, basically. Yep. So, my tinkering says... Nine... Um, no, but you do have an idea that all the parts you probably need for the organic reactor system mm. are probably in Dr. Destrahan's organics laboratoire, <laughs> hidden in the back of the garage. Knock, knock. <laughs> well, exactly you're guessing what it is. You know Evelyn does a lot of weird and crazy stuff with organic compounds to make her doom buggy work. Uh, I don't know, I feel it's like it's a bad idea going in there. Doom buggy. I'm sure Dr. Destrehan doesn't have anything questionable stored in her organics to storage laboratoire. I don't know whether I want to bring it up. <laughs> let's, let's park that for now and just work on the other stuff. Alright then. Uh... So I think we've got enough to get started. Mm. So, uh... alright, I'll stay here and drop plans for the separation filter. I mean... You have the plans. I know, but I'm thinking... You want to... Work out how to build it? Well, yes. Or redesign it completely with math on it? No, no, we're going to uh, just start work on it, I guess, then. Uh, I, I, can I trust it in you to pop off to some place and retrieve those two things? The petroleum canister, the waste drum? I'll give it my best. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Where would I be without you? Well, the future, obviously. Um, you know where you were without him. Fifteen long years. Sobbing onto your open grave. Did I say that out loud? Um, Alright, off you pop. <laughs> Alright. Get yourself some I... sweets. I leave. Okay. I shall deal with... Uh, let's see, let's roll with dice. Odds or evens? Beasted hog? Uh, edges. Odds. Odds! Ha ha! 
Professor, you're alone in the dining room. Which way did Jenkins go? He went towards the kitchen. I, uh, I go and open the door just the slightest, barest sliver so I can look through it. Into the kitchen? Yeah. Uh, you can see Marie, mm. uh, a couple of her assistants, and Mr. Inspiration. Oh, that thing. <laughs> Why hasn't he been wheeled out for breakfast? He was. He served it earlier, then wheeled away again. Oh, God. Um, so Jenkins isn't in there? No. Mm. All right. Uh, I... There's more than one way out of the kitchen. Yes. I proceed to the laboratory. Uh, I need to find my... You stroll map. through the memorial gallery. Uh, stroll wandering. Um, and I proceeded as well. That's another drink. <laughs> Sorry, Nina. <laughs> We're getting you so we uh, ambulate along the... Uh, I, <laughs> I vacillate out into the Great Hall, and then... Uh, You're going into the Great Hall? Why are you going into the Great Hall? Um, just so, just so I can go to more places. Then I... Um, then I then I tumesce through the parlour. <laughs> you arrive at the laboratory. I go to the lab. I, uh, is it the garage or the mechanics workshop or the lab? But the, there's so many things. You probably want the laboratory. Yeah, all right, I'll go to the lab. And begin work on my grand device. Help me! There should be instructions of what you need to roll for assembly. Oh With god. Skill. Uh These weren't in order, were they? Because they aren't now. <laughs> yes, to build, Mad Science. TN ten. Is that for every bit or the bits you're building, yeah. I see. Alright. Uh okay, mad science then. Uh Snake guy, snake guy. Not a very nice thing to say, is it? But then fun, crazy things can happen. Oh, <laughs> building a building a fuel refinery. <laughs> you blow up the cord. How many ones is snake eyes? Uh, more than half your dice. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> Eleven. Oh, <laughs> eleven. <coughs> you settle down and start building this thing. You know how to build this. You've built many uh, of these. Uh-huh. Uh, I've done some prototypes, you know, uh, in the future, my past. You're putting it together. Are you about halfway through when there is a knock on the door? I, I ignore it. <laughs> the door opens... And a youth with uh, green hair sticks his head in. Ah, oh, right. Hello. Have I met you? No. Do you live here? Yes. Are you one of the three boys? There's a girl as well. Is there? Yes. Out of character, is there? Yes. Really? The ice one, the girl. Oh. You're one of the triplets that... That priest was keeping around. Yes. And it keeps us on the payroll for various reasons. <clears throat> Can I help? Yes. I was wondering, would you be able to take a look at the castle's heating system? 
Yes. What would you like it to do? Well, at the moment, it doesn't seem to be pumping hot water upstairs. Probably just needs more firepower. Yeah, shouldn't be too much work. Um, I find a G-clamp and put it on this thing that I'm miming holding. That should hold that. Brilliant. All right, where is it? In the basement. Hmm, well, I'll need some tools. I, uh, I start gathering as many things as I possibly can onto a handcart. The ghost rock boilers seem to be not doing their job properly. And Elizabeth isn't in, so I figured I'd ask you. Oh, yes, my young lad. 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 Um, I'll take a look at it, no problem. Great. Perhaps even make the odd improvement. He shows you downstairs into the basement where there is the ghost rock boilers and the door to the pump room. And the laboratory storeroom, which you realise it's filled to the gills with everything you could possibly ever want. From plain bars of metal to be melted down into shapes, to exquisite tools and replacements. Ah, breathe that in, the familiar tang of argon. Yes, the whole room stinks of argon. (sighs) Cursed scent. Following you through the histories... Five years. <laughs> but sadly, Professor Brown, being an elderly man in his oh, no. 60s. I'm 58! <laughs> in his 50s. Suffers a little bit of angina and has got a little bit too excited. Make me a bigger check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dying in a ditch. <laughs> You're dying in a boiler room. Alright, uh, well, I will take a look at this then. Okay. I shall leave you prodding at the boilers. Mm. Meanwhile, Ryan. Hello. Run me your streetwise. Streetwise. See if you can work out the best place to go shopping. Nine. You amble through town. Uh, spending a. Uh, Sakura's money freely. <laughs> it seems the Sinti Foundation members have a good rep in this town. You are welcomed by most places. Not everybody recognises you, but um, as soon as they work out who you are and where you're working for, they become a lot friendlier. Good. And you are able to pick up all of the pieces you need in about an hour and a half. Shopping here, there. You have to cross the river by ferry at one point. And you get it all shipped back to the castle for free. Great. However, make me a cognition check. Cog. I better stop the beeping of doom. Mission. Cog. Hang on a second. Oh, Mr. Contention. Seventeen. How can you eat a Toblerone of that girth? Seventeen. Um, for the last half now, you've been being followed by a strange old man in a top hat and tails, carrying a large walking stick with a skull on the top. He looks very old. He's got wispy grey hair. It's Baron Samdi. 
black hair, uh, black skin, and a slight crazed look in his eyes, and people are giving him a wide berth. But he's definitely been following you. On the, on the way here tonight, I was followed by someone playing a guitar, and it was weirdly like having my own theme tune. <laughs> They're just walking behind you. Walking behind me, playing an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Hmm. He was tuning it. Good, good. Maybe they were trying to lure Peter out. <laughs> Doesn't work. Um, Not when you're having hysterical pregnancy. Um, God, get over <coughs> honey. I can't get you pregnant. What have I got on me? Hang on, let me check my own business. I know I've got a gun, but it doesn't say a gun anywhere. I know I've got one, though. You have a regular... Yeah, yeah um, you, you wrote out your character sheet again, didn't you? So you... Yeah, I'm missing a whole bunch of stuff, which is annoying. Are we sure it never, you know... It never showed up. I don't know what happened to it. It's really annoying. Uh, anyway, I've got some sort of gun, so I'll... Um... Well, on a crowded street. I'm not going to just shoot a guy <laughs> for following me. Um, I just want to make sure that it's ready to go. Hmm? Hmm? Shuffle that deck. <laughs> Remove the aces and hand them to me. And the jokers. And uh, then I want to try and lose him <laughs> by just sort of making slightly more unpredictable moves. You're... Hmm. Streetwise again. Ooh. Oh. Okay, I got um thirty-five. He's good this guy. Hmm. Oh, Kieran. Mm-hmm. Remove the purple card. It's from this deck. The purple card? There are two. They must have got mixed in somehow. Um, it takes a while. This guy is good. Mm. But you're better. Yeah. And you eventually lose him um, when you're crossing the river. You're crossing the river to go back to the barracks. Yeah. So you manage to sneak off the ferry you were getting. Mm. And he clearly thinks you're still on it because you see him on the ferry going back across the river. Nice. Alright, okay, after I'm sure I've lost him, I head back to the, um... The barracks. The barracks, yeah. You eventually get back, but it's taking you a bit longer than expected mm-hmm. due to, uh... Shenanigans! Having to lose your tail. Meanwhile, Professor... Did you get the things that you went out for? You are, he's not back yet. I'm Meanwhile, back Professor, yet. in the boiler room... Hold on one second, back. sorry, if, uh... You've got a real purple card mix-up on your hands, fella. Just said in the style of a... There's no divider in the box, so they slide on top of each other. It's almost like they were meant to be together. We could play a game of Cripple Mr. Onion with two decks of cards. Uh, we could play Piss Whistle. Anyway, Professor, after a cursory examination of the ghost dog boilers, mm. there's nothing wrong with the boilers. The problem seems to be in the pump room. Ugh. I traipsed all my equipment into the pump room. Uh, the pumps seem to have burnt out a motor and is not pumping uh, beyond the ground floor. Hmm. 
Uh, well, the laboratory storeroom will surely have a new motor. I head in there. You look at the shelves upon shelves of stuff. Uh, roll me your knowledge storeroom. Of course I don't have that. Of course you don't. Roll me your smart. See if you can work out how this is all inventory. just leaning at the door watching you. I thought he left. Oh no, you were, that was you telling me that you were leaving me. I misunderstand. Uh, oh, good. 14. 14. 14. It takes a bit of working out. But yeah, this whole story has been organised by size <laughs> of part. <laughs> Do you know, I knew it was that. I actually knew it was that. Are you eating cheese? Toblerone. All oh, right. I'm not eating cheese. I'm eating a Toblerone. Oh, I can't want some cheese now. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, I've seen how big the motor is from when I was looking at it a moment ago. I want to go and see if there's one of comparable size. There is. Mm. There are, in fact, four of them in a box. Now, are there any of larger size? Yes. How much larger? I'm looking for the next notch up. The next notch up. The current motor is about that big. Mm. The size of a baseball. Mm. The next notch up is about twice that size. That will do nicely. The next size up looks to be the uh, motor that would run the garage lift mm. for the car and the dune buggy. That's about the size of the table. Uh, the... Uh... The shoebox size one will do perfectly. Well, I say reasoning out loud. It stands to reason that the first motor burned out because it was not powerful enough. So, a larger motor will surely suffice. You're in charge, Doc. I just want some hot water for our bath. Your bath, I say, slowly. You all bathe together? Well, no, but we have an amazing spa upstairs. Yeah, you're artists or something, aren't you? Yes, we do good works for charities and local events. And um... hold this. Is this important? No, but you just removed it from the middle of that thing. Yes, I wanted to look at it later. This is an old motor. Throw it on the floor. Uh... Not gonna fit. Hmm. Well. I immediately start working on how to move the pipes and stuff so that the motor will fit into the new gap. Roll me your mad science. You're enjoying this too much. I'm having a lovely afternoon. <laughs> but yeah, we're artists. We do art. Thirteen. Yeah, so you spend about an hour and a half putting poor Carton to work as your assistant. <laughs> It's a mad scientist way. If someone's around, not doing anything, <laughs> you eventually re um, rewire, relay, replumb, <laughs> replumb the pump room to fit this uh, pump in and make it more efficient. <laughs> Marvelous. Uh, I hook it up and stand back cautiously. I think it should be fine now. Okay, turn it on. Roll a D one, a D twenty. <laughs> uh, 
16. There's a humming noise, a gurgle of water in the pipes, and water starts flowing. Yes, success, I say. Uh, I realise I said it with, with quite surprise, and then I turn it down. As, of course, I knew it would be. Do you still need this? Yes, I take it and I put it in my pocket. What was that? I don't know. Okay. Well, thanks. I'm going to go one above. I feel grimy. Yes, that's how you know you've had a good day, I say, rubbing my oily hands together. You might want to have a bath too. Come up to the spa, we'll have a great time. Perhaps later, I have things I need to do. There are multiple baths. And a steam room. Why are there multiple baths when you can only be in one bath at a time? Because there's the really one with really hot water, and there's the one with cold water, and there's one with lukewarm water. Could you not just simply have one with very hot water and one with very cold water and just mix the two? No, that'd be boring. I mean, you're supposed to start in one and you have some wine and then you move on to the next one and you have the grapes and the cheese and then you move on to the next one and you move on to, like, the ball and the honey mead. This seems less like a bath and more like a day off. Hmm. Well... I'll leave you to it. I uh, Invitation's always there. Oh, thank you. I, I will accept at some point in the future, or perhaps the past. Who can say? With you? Who could know? Mm. I start hucking uh, the old motor back onto the cart I brought with me because I want to take a look at it later. You take it upstairs to the workroom. You get back to the workroom. Ryan is conveniently not back yet. Hello, Ryan. What are you doing next, Professor? You finished the thing you were working on? Or are you going to move on to the next one? Um, the thing you were working on before you were interrupted is pretty much done. Yes, what am I working on? Uh, oh, this is the separation filter. Actually, uh, since I've spent the afternoon looking at uh, looking at plumbing, I've had a really good idea for the separation filter, and I decided to take part of it apart to improve it. Okay, roll me your mad science again. No, you're tinkering. Tinkering. This is totally tinkering. Tinkering, totally tinkering. The uh, magazine for mad scientists. Mark. That's d uh, <laughs> I'm off... <laughs> I said it, you know. Uh, ooh, seven, seven. That's not great. Yeah. Um, you take it apart. You improve it slightly. Uh, it's definitely going to be a bit more efficient. There's a small chunk. There's that thing I took out of the motor, just sort of wedged in for aesthetics. It will. Um... <laughs> Totally lessen the vibrations of the yeah, oscillating... It's, it's a vibrational dampening assembly, of course. However, you do not roll enough to improve the reliability of the overall device. We have improved it. We're going to build next. It's getting on for about 2pm at this point. Right, well, Ryan isn't back yet. So, um... Uh, a ghost rock filter. Where am I going to get a whole bunch of... Go- oh, the ghost rock stores. Uh... I the the boilers are powered by ghost rock. I assume there is ghost rock somewhere to fuel them. Yes, I, uh, in the storeroom. I traipse back down to the storeroom. Yeah, you find some ghost rock. What yeah. size do you want? What size do I want? Uh, a disc of pure steel containing sixteen layers of three millimeter polished ghost rock. Uh, I guess a lot. Um, so it's just like it's just like. 
Disc layer, disc layer, disc layer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, I, I just grab, like, two handfuls of it, you know. I, ha- I know how much I want in my head. You grab some ghost rock. Uh, it's already been conveniently shaped into cylinders. Ugh. Because all I've got to do is pair it down. It's plugging into the uh, boiler after all. Mm. Okay, you head up to... How are you going to pair this down? Working with Ghost Rock is dangerous. That's true. Uh, mm. What is... Hmm. I take the Ghost Rock up to the lab and I look at it for a little while to ponder it. And I decide the best thing to do is to build... Some sort of very, very, very fine guillotine. Okay. So, uh, I... I, I one st- of those um, meat slices they use in the jar. Yeah, that's, that's the sort of thing I'm thinking of. So you want so you something can, with a blade that fine? Yes, you can just bring it down and it'll cut it into little slices and then you can just polish the edges and okay. put it into the assembly. Roll me your mad science. I fixed the boiler. I have. I improved the boiler. I have. He's definitely improved the water pressure in the shower room. Ten. Ten. Are you causing troubles? I don't know. Uh, I just want to check that I'm not missing anything from this deck. one now. Okay, <laughs> Professor. Uh, I didn't notice that before. The, uh, the fox pillow is looking at his ass. <laughs> Here's a deck. <clears throat> what do I do with these mad science cards of yours? I will tell you in just a moment. Because you're inventing a new device. Hey, roll me... Oh, no, you've already rolled. Uh, roll me the cards. <laughs> draw. Draw. You got a ten, you said? I did. Okay. Hey. Everyone stand in the We have to show him that. Mm. Draw me six cards. All right, what have we got? A black joker. <laughs> really? Did you shuffle this? Yes. Is it in order? Um... <coughs> What's the next card? <laughs> a black joker while building a guillotine. <laughs> the red joker. You haven't shuffled these. I did. Just, I just sat here and shuffled them. You're fucking with me. I mean, like, like, like the odds on that are astro-fucking-nomical. I just sat here and shuffled them. Because you gave me those cards that got missing. Two jokers, a ten, a nine, a four, and a king. So you have three of a kind. Do I? Yes. Jokers are wild cards. Yes. Yeah. You have three queens. Kings. Uh, three kings, even. Well, but jokers are bad. You black out. <laughs> oh. uh, Brian, <laughs> you get back. You've been gone for quite a while because it took forever to lo- lose that tail. Because he was quite yeah. good. He got a 20, 
to your 35. So it took a while to lose him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find Professor Brown slumped, fast asleep, on a table in the castle, in the laboratory. Next to him is this gleaming device. It's um, a metal frame with an arch of what looks like bone and then a um, slider. It's like, you know, you've seen deli counters when they slice up the sausages and everything. Yes. It looks like one of those. Except uh, it, the blade gleams slightly blue. Professor? Do you give the professor a shake until he wakes up? Shake, shake, shake. No, Ryan, don't go down there! Oh, 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 Ryan, um, it must have not enough. Oh, good, I finished it, I thought I did, but I, uh, yes, no, no, excellent, wonderful. This is first class, I look at it. Correct. Yes, yes, this is exactly as I envisioned the device, I say, uh, sweeping the plans off the table. Hmm. Well, we have some supplies coming. Ah, you are a <laughs> scholar and a gentleman. In fact, they should have already arrived. <coughs> oh, sorry, I yawned. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure where they would have been delivered to, though. Oh, perhaps check with Jenkins and see what has happened. Good idea. I'll just take this outside, I say, uh, carefully loading the uh, the terror slicer onto a little handcart thing. Yes. Gullotine. Probably spelled guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, I can't spell it from memory either. <laughs> uh. Slithers. Oh, right. Because I read it three times as slitlers. <laughs> Slithers. <laughs> um, and this? Uh, malfunction. Question about question. Oh, good. Yeah, that's, pencil was that's a bit useful. useful. Um, you can put those cards away now. So, so you've got a black joker. And a red joker. So? Shuffle? Yes. Um... Uh, you go to talk to Jenkins. Yeah. Your deliveries have been put into the garage. Excellent. Oh, no, sorry, the mechanics workshop. Excellent. I'll go and fetch them. The professor's on his way down there. You said you loaded it onto a cart? Yes, I'm taking this out into the courtyard. Supplies should be down here, I say. Uh, just uh, move them to the lab, uh, if you <laughs> would be so kind. Shouldn't we move them outside? Well, it's just a box and a thing, right? What did you get? You just got a drum and a petrol can. Yes, but won't they be used with the device that you're taking outside? Oh, no, no, no. This is... uh... Sometimes you need to make tools in order to make tools in order to make things. This is a tool, I say, gesturing to it. It looks awfully sharp. Um, unnervingly... Okay. What I'm going to do with this is slice these slivers of ghost rock, slice these discs of ghost rock rather, into slivers. 
I see. But I'm going to do it out here because, well, it's a lovely day and I thought it might be nice to work outside. Right. Also, I'm a little worried it might explode. Have fun. Sorry, did I say I would be slicing these things up? <laughs> you hear the castle door boom shut. Ryan is all over that. Um, I uh, good. All right, fine. I um, I set my goggles on to keep my eyes safe. Lab safety is important, and uh, put. A disc of this ghost rock stuff, uh, of one of these ghost rocks fuel cylinders in the receiving area on the guillotine and slide it to, what do I think? Three millimeters? Three millimeters, yes, that's fine. And. It has a little dial you turn. Oh, I turn the dial to three millimeters. And it moves beautifully into place. Oh, this is. Smooth. This is excellent. And. I slice. Roll the 20. <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen. It works perfectly. This thing is amazing. You slice enough ghost rock slithers to make the filter system. Oh, sixteen. So I was like, slice, oh, slice, 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 slice. You slice sixteen. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, stack of them. I, fin- I finish the. I finish the rest of the rod because I'm, um, you know, I'm on a roll. <laughs> I, I end up with a whole stack of them. You Lovely, got, that worked very well. You have 27 of them now. Oh. I, pile, I pile all this shit back into my cart and wheel it back into the lab. You park the guillotine in the laboratory on a desk. Yeah, I, f- I find a space for it. Actually, I rearrange the lab slightly so it has um, it has higher precedence because it's become it's become one of my more favoured tools now. So I'm, I move the others down to accommodate it. Roll me your cognition if you're walking through the entrance hall. Towards the laboratory. <clears throat> Seven. The monogramming on the guillotine, on the on the arch, there's this beautiful pattern. It's the exact same pattern as Maria's portrait frame. I think nothing of that. You clearly <laughs> must have copied it. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what's happened here. <laughs> All right, lovely. Everything okay? Yes, it went very well. Look at these. I hand you a perfectly sliced disc of ghost rock. Hmm. No, no, no. Oh. It's not candy. I told you to buy candy, didn't I? You did. I got distracted. I got followed. By someone selling candy? You should stay away from people like that, Ryan. No. Have I given you the talk? Do I have to give you the talk? No. I was followed by a man. Well, you see, Ryan, when a man and a woman... Uh, I forgot what I was saying. Good. Um, I was followed by a man. A sinister man. Did he offer you candy? No, he didn't get close enough. I lost him. But he was definitely trying to follow me. Seemed like he was up to no good. So, do you think we should tell Evelyn? I mean, the people of this house are no stranger to danger. No, let's keep it to ourselves at the moment. We don't want to worry them with these details and have them all getting overprotective while we're trying to get on with our plans. Well, maybe you could talk to your um, Texas Ranger friend. 
It's a KT something? That's a good idea, but not now. Okay, very well. Um, oh. uh, I start. Games Master! Sorry. I was looking at Pepper. We've all looked at Pepper. Okay, you continue. I Yeah, I start assembling the filter because I've got my, you know, assembly and my discs. Well, you're a mad science. Ryan, you can watch anything to help with That was a detail. Yes, it was. <laughs> I wondered why there was one more than four. But I got this 12 anyway, so. 14. Eighteen. With Ryan's help, you assemble the filter. It takes about an hour to put it together. It's just a framework, slotting them into, a, slotting it in, tightening it up. It's now about that tall. Oh. Cylinder. Filter gap, filter gap, filter gap, all the way down. Like a fractional distillation column. Yes, because that's essentially what it is. But magic. Um. Oh, what time is it? Must be getting on for evening. About four o'clock. Uh, Just the organic catalyst system left now. And so, and the catalytic regenerator, whatever that is. Yes. Those can wait until the morrow. The mor- The mon- The mongrel. Those can wait till the mongrel. Agreed. Oh, I say we've had a, a very busy day. Uh, quite productive. Mm. The door opens and Evelyn walks in. Ah, Ms. I've forgotten your surname. Destrahan. Ms. Destrahan. That's that wasn't in character. I would remember her surname. <laughs> I just forgot it momentarily. I mean, she's a fucking Destrahan. <laughs> ah, Ms. Destrahan. Um, Doctor. Um. <coughs> um, Ryan. Yes. Are you investigating some weird banking irregularities? Have you seen this? I say, and I, I gesture to the new guillotine. Look, I um, I produce a tungsten rod from somewhere and like pop it in and start slicing. That is amazingly sharp. What did you make the blade out of? Oh, you know this and that trade secret. <laughs> I laugh jokingly. She pulls down her goggles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> Have you made this from? It seems to be some sort of diamond substrate. Fascinating. Can we take it apart and see how it works? Uh, I'm in the middle of using it. Perhaps later. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, Brian. Um, yeah, are you investigating some weird banking fraud case? If anyone asks, yes, but actually, no. <laughs> right. Just I had our accountant on the lawyer on with us earlier and they were going on about some police officer oh it's it's me it's me they um when i first arrived here i needed to withdraw some funds before i could set up a secondary bank account and uh the me who's here has finally noticed that the me who the me who's there has noticed that the me who is here made some withdrawals earlier on before we desynchronized our accounts do you see you're dealing with this because i'm from the future you have this in hand? But I'm looking into it w- with great care. 
Wink. Good. I'll tell them to forget about it. Mm. Anyway, um, apparently we own a yacht. It's the size of a small ocean liner. Probably a yacht. It also apparently can fly and can go beneath the waves. It's sounding less and less like a yacht. Yes. <laughs> ah, but it's built as a yacht for tax purposes. Perhaps we should take it apart and improve it further. That's exactly what I was thinking. But Sakura says we can't because it's brand new and it's not even arrived here yet. What Sakura doesn't know can't possibly hurt her. Well, I think we're going to take it to Canada. So as soon as it arrives and we're like, you know, in the middle of the Atlantic and Sakura's back here being pregnant. And we're going to take Canada apart. We could conquer Canada. Do we need Canada? Does anyone really need Canada? Is there anything in Canada worth us keeping? Mm. Anyway, I just thought I'd let you know, but yeah, we apparently own some amazing ocean liner that can submerge beneath the waves and fly. It's really not a yacht. No, I mean... Mm -hmm. One moment. I I go over to a a shelf of reference texts and look for a dictionary. Yacht. 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 Hmm. Small pleasure craft. Well, I mean, definitely a pleasure car. Two thirds of the words in that definition are correct. Yes, yeah, so we'll give it the benefit of the doubt. It's a yacht. I just and put the book back Ooh. on the shelf. Apparently, we have to pay less tax if it's a yacht. Mister Thayer was up to some weird shenanigans, and our accountant thinks it might be sensible to keep that one in place. <laughs> some of the others we are destroying with prejudice. Yes, I mean that hospital, for example. We burnt it to the ground. Yes, yes, I was there. Oh yes, you helped. Good luck. Mm. Anyway, um, I'll leave you to whatever it is. Ooh, is that a stack of Ghost Rock filters? Yes, would you like some? I've used all the ones I need. I think I can make more with uh, Sir Slicer here. I pat it cautiously. I really want to see how that, what that blade is made out of. I mean, I've never seen diamonds so finely arranged. I wonder. Hmm... She changes lenses on her on her like viewing glasses, and peers at them again. And she lifts the glasses. Oh, well, fascinating work. I'll leave you, gentlemen, to it. Oh, um, I had a question. Mm-hmm. If I were to say need anything from your lab, which lab? Your secret hidden lab that isn't on the map. It's in the mechanics workshop. Your secret hidden lab in the mechanics workshop. I don't have a secret hidden lab in the mechanics workshop. Oh, whatever behind that door. Oh, the organic storage system. Yes. Yes, what about it? I need a few bits and bobs, odds and ends. I uh, rustle through the plans I'm carrying around and show her the ones for the organic reactor system. Oh yeah, I have all of those compounds in. I'll have them put in here for tomorrow morning. Ah, uh, you are an absolute star. Thank you. Very well. Good. That saved us a little breaking and entering, I say, jokingly. I'm glad you <laughs> asked. The system on that door, I'm kind of un... Compromising. Yes, it's very unpickable, isn't it? Well, I asked Jenkins to make sure no one could stumble in there by accident. That Jenkins. What about him? 
He's a very good butler. Yes, he paid him a lot of money to be a very good butler. All right, then. Well, I'll see you at dinner. Splendid. She swans off. <laughs> With a real swan. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have a pleasant evening, unless you're doing anything exciting overnight. What are we going to do? Uh, no. I'm, not, I'm not doing anything exciting overnight. No, uh, maybe you could speak to your ranger friend. Oh, I do want to get get in touch, though. This is a D8. <coughs> I keep rolling a D8 you instead of a D10. Yeah, yeah I'll, go, I'll go with CKP, actually. Do you leave it till the morning, or you go tonight? I'll go tonight. Yeah, you head over to the building Katie's staying in. You're shown inside by another ranger. Katie is sitting in a large armchair. Uh, in a massive fluffy dressing gown uh, her hair wrapped up in a towel in that way that only women can do because god I can never work out how they do it um, having a drink ah Ryan hello what can I help you with my boy well I was a little bit followed today oh you were by who I described the man hmm that sounds suspiciously like. Hmm. Not good news if they're banned. That sounds like Papa Natanga. Bless you. Baron Lacroix's number two. Hmm. His old teacher. Well, I managed to lose him. Well, maybe he's just interested in you because mm. you're part of Miss. Um, Hamato's little group of daring do-gooders. Well, as long as that's all it is. Anyway, I thought I'd better let you know. There was quite a bit of evidence, circumstantial evidence, and my dad, that uh, Baron Lacroix and Thea were in bed together in the worst possible bad guys working together sense. Hmm. So now that you've taken out Thayer, he might be worried that you've found some of that evidence that we need to go in there guns a-blazing. Sadly, we haven't found any of that yet, but uh, they might be worried that you're coming after them next. Interesting. Well, good to know. And if the Baron is a less than upfront and correct gentleman, he's clearly involved in a lot of strange things. So hmm. be wary, young man. Well, thanks for the warning. But I will definitely get some people out looking into this. Good. Thank you. See you soon. Next morning, breakfast. Mr. Inspiration wheels in to serve glorious breakfast once more. His cheerful, chirpy voice. The honey in your coffee will wake you up. That's not a saying. No, but I couldn't think of it. <laughs> so I made one up. That was... All right, let's work together. Let's get this accepted as a as a new saying. Honey in your coffee. Honey in your coffee. Um, ah, it's you, Good Isaac. morning, sir. I am Mr. Inspiration, and inspiration to you all. Would you care for breakfast? I was wondering whether you had anything extremely violent. I'm sorry, sir. I only serve breakfast. Just checking. Would you care for bacon? Pancake? Yes. Toast? 
Are you programmed to feel love? I love all, for breakfast is all. I would love to discuss philosophy with you at length. Activating <laughs> philosophical mind. <laughs> After breakfast. <laughs> coffee? Yes, thank you. This is the inspiration for your coffee. Oh, oh God. Tundles around being cheery. <laughs> Evelyn is at breakfast and she looks very disturbed. She's like shying away from him. <laughs> well, he done some killing. <laughs> I'm surprised she even leaves that fucking thing in the house. When she found out about it, it was too late and her grandfather sent it as a present. <laughs> <laughs> a lunatic grandfather. <laughs> He's a pervert, we know that much. Oh, God. Anyway, after breakfast, what are you doing? I... After Mr. Transformation has cheerfully retreated to the kitchen. <laughs> I'm frankly, frankly astonished that thing has been smashed apart. Um, Alrighty-ho, then. Uh, back to the lab. Head back to the laboratory. The ingredients Evelyn promised are there in various jars. Oh, these are... Excellent, and also sort of gross. Ryan, look at this, I say, holding up a length of some unidentifiable biological tube. Yeah. Yes. This will work marvellously, I say. Well, we need some man's hands to assemble it. <clears throat> Can I tinker? You can't with this one. It's all biological and weird. You've not had any experience with this before. As I'm working, I say to you, this is all based on a nightmare I had, actually. Great. Oh, a 12. 4, 16, 17, 18. It takes you about two hours to assemble this thing. There's lots of glooping and gurglings. And lots, of little, lots of little squishing. stitching. And yeah, he, he, it's, it's weird. Assembling this thing inside the glass tubing. I think it's a bit alive, you know. <laughs> It's mostly just compounds and such. But you finished doing this thing. The refinery is taking shape. It's looking great. I added this little eye for aesthetics. What do you think? It opens its mouth and starts (laughs) singing Puccini at you. Call me your guts. Uh, I saw saw that up. No, 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 no. That won't do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Terrifying. All right. Can I carefully put this under glass? Right. So all we have left then is the catalytic regenerator. Right. Which the materials for were what? What what are the materials for? Your secret ingredients. A distillation of various powders mixed together. Your own special ingredients. Well, I suppose that's all in your hands. I mix my special ingredients. Oh, no, mad science. Um. Fourteen. It takes you another hour to mix these things into the like Mostly metals that you are mixing together, like iron filings and... Those other filings of metal. That's a pretty good whistle. I wasn't trying to whistle. I can't whistle. Good. I was. I wasn't trying to whistle. I just. I can't do it now. Now I'm trying to do it. I can't do it. Can you whistle backwards? 
No. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you've built this thing. You slowly assemble the refinery. It's about yay high off the floor. No. <laughs> it's about yay high off the floor, about mm. three feet tall, and all the bits fit together inside the case, one on top of the other. And then there's a funnel on the top that fits into the wooden case, and then there's the drum and the waste pipe at the bottom, off to one side, and voila! It's even on wheels. What goes in? Oil. Oil. Pour oil in the top. Did you not read what it does? I did, but like <laughs> two weeks three ago. weeks ago. <laughs> it's it's pretty terrifying. I'm really looking forward to when it goes horribly wrong. They always are. All right, marvelous. Okay. I've put it on wheels so we can operate it outside because, as always, the fumes are highly toxic. And it even comes apart and can be stored in the cargo compartment of the car. So you can take it with you. Yes, very useful. Hey, this isn't mine. You wheel it out into the courtyard? Hmm. Yes, alright, so um, I take a page from my notebook and uh, write on it, uh, Don't breathe the smoke, extremely dangerous. DB and I, yeah, I just like Pinny. fold it and <laughs> pop it on there. There we are, splendid. Uh, now I have the paperwork for this thing. I think you're about to turn this on. <laughs> I have so much, so much paperwork. Did you have the DeLorean instructions and various other inventions like the rebreathers? <laughs> fucking rebreathers. Uh, I think it's just the top two pages. Yeah, hang on. Yes, no, you're right. It's just these pages. There we are. Right, oil then. Oil. Um, Well, I decide to get some oil from a place that sells oil. You get 10 litres of black crude oil delivered. Do you pour it into the top? Uh, well, I step outside. Ryan, uh, help me with this, I say, uh, rolling a big drum of oil. In. Ah. We just have to pour this in the top and then wait for several hours. And then we're set? Then we can take it for a test drive. Hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, oh yes, that's a good point. Uh, Jenkins, I say quietly in the courtyard. Nothing. Jenkins, I say slightly louder. Still nothing. I go to a door and open it. Jenkins! The door opens off to the side. Yes, sir. Oh, um, we're performing an important and... Highly dangerous scientific... Experiment? Well, I wouldn't say highly dangerous. Moderately Extremely dangerous. risky. Yes, sir. It would be advantageous if everyone in the house knew and stayed well clear of this whole ephemera. I shall issue instructions immediately to all members of in the household that you are about to perform something in the courtyard. You do that. Thank you. I assume you will tell Ryan yourself. Um, Ryan is here. I say, gesturing to the child. Mr. Connor, may God be with you. (laughs) He disappears down a corridor. That would be new. He's a little creepy, that fellow. 
but good butler, I suppose. Uh, all right, I'm starting it up, I say, looking around very briefly for somebody to say, no, don't. Okay, turn it on. All right. And then back away. Roll me a d20. Back away very fast. I imitate the backing away. <laughs> Let's watch from inside, I say, at full pace <laughs> across the courtyard. 19. Roll <laughs> <laughs> oh, <the> 1d4. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Boom! <laughs> Oh, two. <laughs> okay, now roll it again. Four. <laughs> okay, I need to read what this does. Uh, oh dear. As you are watching from the safety of a... Uh, <laughs> from inside, behind the glass. From, uh, let's see, what's the video of your hiding in the library, peering out the windows? Um... You notice that the uh, cracking system, there seems to be a leak in the cracking system. There is oil, bright grey viscous oil pouring out into the courtyard that immediately ignites. Because you remember that the uh, ghost oil is uh, highly flammable. Very, Very flammable, very flammable. In oxygen. Mm. This seems wrong. Yes, this is the worst case scenario, I say, uh, hurrying out into the courtyard. There is smoke building up out of it, um, and more oil is pouring out of the thing and catching fire immediately. Um, How do we stop this? I look for a big stick of some sort in the courtyard. There are no big sticks. Anything, anything at all that could be used as a tool. Um, your cognition. Uh, 14. Uh, you find a uh, length of uh, spare drain pipe. I use the length of spare drain pipe to smash the catalytic converter part, the, uh, the filter tower off and away from the rest of it. Okay. Um, roll me your... <laughs> smash. Yeah, <laughs> roll me a smash. Um... Yeah. <clears throat> Uh. Ryan, remember me as a hero. <laughs> um, six. You swing it through, and it wobbles and passes through the flame, and you come out with a glowing red length of uh, drain pipe. There's a good two feet missing. Everything is bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's more oil, and it's spreading in a fire. Mm. Around the base of the tower. Ryan, raise a fire alarm. Um, fire? <laughs> yes, good idea. Fire, fire, quite a lot of fire. There's a... Ooh. Suddenly, the whole thing is <coughs> a block of ice. Surrounding, like, the whole puddle of oil and up over the refinery. Ice! I take out my notebook and start writing things... It's a very unexpected side effect. A creature flutters down from the what the from the uh, rooftop garden above the great hall. They're about yay tall, silver fur, silvery blue fur, large eyes. They kind of stop 
stare at it, then turn to look at you. What was that? I turn a page in the notebook and start sketching the thing. What are you? Ella. Mistress Cinti's, um, imp. Imps? Imps! Guts check. (laughs) (laughs) You know what these things are. Mr. Ryan. I watch. Thirteen. You are incredulously stunned as this creature literally bobs in midair. Ryan? Care to explain? Giant fire ghost rock? Um... There was an experiment. It didn't go quite according to plan. Right. Well, I froze it. Yeah. Because it looked like it was about to explode. Is there any way that we can... Um, Would you... I Just to turn your head up slightly. Thaw that out without ruining the machine. Giant block of ice, so yes. Let's do that. Okay. The ice shatters into dust. Mm-hmm. All of the ghost oil immediately reignites. Really? I didn't expect that to happen. It burns in oxygen. Could you do the ice thing again? Does that hurt? Does it? She, she drifts backwards a bit. I guess I'm asking how we resolve this. I don't know. I didn't invent it. Well, I mean, if we could stop the fire, I'm like 60% sure I can fix this. Um, yeah, I can't refreeze this now. She's hurling bolts of ice at it, and... What about just the bits that are on fire? I'm trying. Hmm. It's ghost rock fire. Uh, we probably need someone who's... I'm going to go get my brother. Another creature comes floating down from the uh, roof and lands. They're like a short lizard creature. <sighs> Perfect. What the hell are you doing? Oh, uh, science. Uh, it has got a little out of hand at this point, though. How is that burning? What is it made of? Uh, ghost rock. You liquefied ghost rock? Hmm. You thought that was a good <coughs> idea? <coughs> it burns very well. Yes. Mm. I can't stop that, I don't think. You assured me it was quite dangerous. And you still let him? Well, he does tend to exaggerate sometimes. Okay, this stuff is burning in contact with oxygen. We need to encase it and remove all the oxygen. Okay. Hmm. I can't stop that. That seems like something of a tall order. Can't we just shovel some dirt onto it or something? Not enough dirt. Um... What is this? Oh no. Uh, I think the hydraulic system is broken. The house is about to take off. Oh dear. Um, um, this is bad. I mean, this. You can make ice, right? Air nods, yeah, yes. Work with me here. Make a big ice shell, not on the device, but several feet away. Just mm. cover the whole thing in a dome. And then the oxygen will be depleted within it, and the fire will go out. She makes a great big ice shell, starts to lower it down, you're going to be inside of it. 
Uh, Ryan, <laughs> I grab him and, and hustle out from underneath it. With us on the outside, preferably. It thumps down into place. The fire eventually goes out. Excellent. Hmm. The only problem... Yes? ...is that now it's in a bunch of ice. Hmm. We can't get to it or fix it. Well, I say we leave this one here and we go build another. Mm. I've got an idea, says this short red lizard. Ah, yes. I'll go in there. Yes. Get rid of the oil. Yes. And then you should be safe. One moment. Would you say you need air to breathe? No. All right. No taking notes on us. It's very rude. It's my favourite notebook. <laughs> no, no, just just the um, pencil has the page is now just blank. Oh, very well. Besides, you really should read this book. It's all been documented by Mistress Cynthia. Save you from starting from scratch. Hmm. Well, I shall read this. Thank you. Hi, I'm Relnet. Relnet. Mm-hmm, that's mm. me. That's Air. Yeah. I think you met Carson. The green-haired fellow. Yes. Mm. Very interested in baths. Oh, yeah, the baths. I fixed those. You did, thanks. Mm. That's why we're here to help. We noticed you were about to blow up um, the mistress's castle, and she'd probably be pissed off if you did that. It would only blow up a percentage of the castle. What percentage? 80 to 90. The mistress would probably be upset if we did that. Yeah, she doesn't seem like the live in the ruins type now that you mention it. Well, no, she's the queen of death. Evelyn is the queen of death? Ryan, you explain this one. He walks through the ice. Never mind. Oh, be careful with that. It's heavy, I say, through the ice futilely. About five minutes later, the ice shield melts and... He seems to have cleared up all the spilled oil. Yes, well, I'm fairly sure I know what went wrong, so shall we have another go? Yes. They head into the library. Let's fix this and do it better. Right, right, right. You pour in more oil. Right. I fit the thing back on, and um, I look around for the little inspection port that was left open, and I flick it closed. Much better. Now, good. yes, uh, no hmm. exciting fires this time, <laughs> Ryan. You know my methods. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all the <a> twenty. <laughs> all right, I say. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I um, I I head into the house for a few moments, and I come back out with a bucket filled with water. Can't be too careful. <laughs> Well, off you go. I'll be watching. <laughs> Eight. Better. This time, it works perfectly. <laughs> it, it takes the oil, it filters it through the ghost rock, converting it into ghost oil. It then drains it through the cattle cracking system, uh, removing the volatile instabilities that make it ignite in the presence of oxygen. Taking them and dumping them into the uh, waste, waste drum. 
the waste drum where they will be happily sit there until you work out something to do with them. Drop them down a mine shaft. <laughs> and the petroleum canister fuels with five litres of ghost petroleum. I think it's working well. I shout at you from across the courtyard. Well, Nick, do you prefer to like? So this is going to make your car work? Yes. Have you seen my car? Yeah, it's really nice. Oh, it's fantastic. I'll take you for a drive. Would you like us to paint it? It's a bit boring and unpainted right now. What colour do you want? <coughs> I mean, you fixed our uh, bath. So you're right, we fix your, make your car look nice. I think they should paint it. Uh, I was happy with grey. What uh, what colour do you youths like? I say, laughing, and I, I pat you on the back, like, slightly too hard. A moiré, a moi of metallic rainbow colours stretching on one end to the other. Um, Does he say that? Yes. It's a bit gay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? It's not really a happy colour. It's more of rainbows. <laughs> No? Uh, metallic rainbow? Well, black, black never really goes out of style. Metallic black? Yes, I feel that's going to be very popular one day. Cool. He walks into the garage and shuts the door. Probably going to take them a few days to get that painted, so... Uh... The door opens. Done! The car gleams... <laughs> Guts check, Professor. <laughs> Just because... Have magical creatures, will use. Uh, ooh, tits of five... Uh, eight. Oh, eight, yes. You kind of just staring at your car. It looks... It looks really good. Well, then, I think we should absolutely, definitely take this for a test drive immediately. What do you say? Can I come? Yes. Great. Human shape. Transformed into a human with shockingly bright red hair, goggles, and a scarf on. I did wonder. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not going to go out in public like this. Cause a stir. Get you burned as a witch. Do we still burn people as witches? They do still burn people as witches. Mm. All right, well... Come on, Ryan. We're going to go on a test drive on this thing. Yes. Test drive it is. Is everyone ready? I say as I start pouring the petroleum into the engine petroleum hole. The fuel tank hole. And I need to think of better names for these things. The fuel tank? <laughs> fuel tank. It's <laughs> a very good one. Thank you. Jeffrey. Well, no. Whatever. Um, it seems like an opportune moment to stop rolling. Yes. Yes. Just roll a d20. Onto the table. What's the ideal number? Uh, A number? Tell me the number. No. Nine. You needed less than 17. That's good. The car starts flawlessly. Vroom. Ryan, you've never heard a car so smooth, an engine so beautiful. It goes vroom. Wow, we did uh, something here. Let's go for a ride, I say, flipping my goggles down. Woo! 
Ryan, say, uh, say, but Professor, there are no roads in the desert. Professor, we don't have enough road. Where we're going, we won't need roads. <laughs> See you next time, everyone. Join us next time for road trip. more Back to the Future quotes. Hey. Uh, Ryan and the Professor go on a road trip. <laughs> It uh, which turns into um, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Smoking with your breath. Wild